0: welcome to the for lee podcast a podcast in memory of lee and mary malandrino the host is sam mary's son and lee's brother the guests are different people with their own unique life experiences the one constant is that you are never alone let's all live laugh love and sometimes even cry together thank you for listening and as always enjoy the show
1: Podcast. Today we have Tom Daroma, host of the Second Mouse Podcast. No, government,
0: government names. No oh, yeah, we're not using
1: your name. Is that not no, cool? <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself, Tom.
0: Hey, folks, my name is Tom. I'm one of three co hosts of the Second Mouse Podcast. You can find us on all your major streaming platforms. And um, here with Sam. Went to high school with him, got reconnected about, what, what, less than a year ago at this point?
1: As soon as I got Instagram, they were like one of my recommended follows, and uh, I was like, let's do this.
0: Yeah, (laughs) so been chatting back and forth, and been following each other's shows, and right now we're sitting in my house in North Carolina watching uh, University of Utah play the Baylor Bears, um, because apparently there's a thunderstorm in Raleigh. Yeah, I mean, you,
1: you helped me set up my podcast, and you had been doing yours for how many? How long have you been doing it?
0: We started in December of 2021. And how did you guys get off the ground? So, I've known my two ho- co-hosts, Q and Gatto, since... I, I had known Gatto since my like, first week of college, and Q is Gatto's friend from high school, so we all had known each other, um, and we went to a friend's bachelor party, and we just started making jokes, particularly about the movie Catch Me If You Can, with the, the speech that Christopher Walken gives about the, the two mice who fell into the bucket of cream, and it was kind of our, our motto for the entire weekend, and we'd always liked talking shit to each other, but also talking about sports and other things, and we said, you know, what we should do? We should just make a podcast. And the Second Mouse podcast seemed to be an apt name, and we chose to ride with it. So, which one is the, uh, the bald guy?
1: is that, yes. that, that who? <laughs> They're uh, both
0: it's, bald. That's Q. The bigger, the bigger guy, I think.
1: He's uh, Q. Q. Okay, yeah, I, I I like his takes. Um, tell him I said
0: that. I will. I'll <laughs> let him know. Gato will be returning now that he's he's newly employed in a different place. He's got more availability now, so the. The trio is back on.
1: Hey, are they... So they're in New York and you're here? mm mm-hmm. Okay. That's correct. So how do, you, how do you set all your audio up and everything?
0: We run it through a, uh, a program called StreamYard. So it's basically like a higher quality like Google Meet or Zoom. And once we've recorded off of there, we're just able to download the audio file and then we dump it into the platform that we use. We also live stream it to... We live stream our episodes onto YouTube or Twitch. Follow a second mouse Twitch um, or on YouTube. Twitch is like the live stream thing, right? Yeah, I mean, you can do them on both, but Twitch is more geared towards, like, it got its start with video game streaming, and now everyone's pretty much on it.
1: Yeah, because I have a friend who... Actually, has been on the show, Manny, so I'll use his name. He he runs a Twitch in, like, I think it's Grand Theft Auto or something. Oh, yeah. People, like, watch him play video games.
0: Yeah, I never got into that. Like, I've always tried to, like... I play video games now, and I've tried to watch people's streams, so and I'm like, I have this game. Why am I watching this person play it? I'm just going to play
1: it. <laughs> I can't think of a bigger waste of my time than watching someone else play video games, but I guess there's a market for everything. Did
0: you ever have that in like middle school or high school, where you're at like a friend's house, and... Like There's only enough controllers for so many people. And yeah. you're, the, you're the one who's like not playing. Yeah, there's the worst Yeah, like 30 seconds in you're like, all right, I, I can go home now <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, We used to do because it was me Lee Max and my sister Lynn and we, we would she was terrible because she was so much younger than us mm-hmm. So we'd always just like pick a computer and tell her that she was the computer character and then give her a controller that didn't work. Wow! <laughs> yeah.
0: So what a deception.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would, But I mean, because if we didn't do that, it was just too easy.
0: You know, yeah, to killer And like what Halo, was the, it
1: was. I think it was Halo was when we did that the that's most. That's a good game to play then.
0: Yeah. Oh, the original Halo. Oh, timeless. Uh, GoldenEye. GoldenEye was fantastic. Um, Super Smash Brothers was always a win. Yeah. NFL, Mario Kart. NFL Blitz. Oh, with John Elway. Uh yes. Yeah. Well, John Elwood was like yoked in that game. Everybody was the same like body type.
1: Well, that was the that was when the Broncos were like amazing.
0: Yeah, it was. I remember in that game, it was like you were either the Broncos, the Falcons, or the Packers. Yeah, you know, was, was Jamal
1: was. Anderson and the Dirty Bird. Yes. Yeah. It was like Chris Chandler was like seventy-five years old.
0: But yeah, <laughs> I mean, like everybody else was just kind of kind of ass in that game. So.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. Was the Jets have Neil O'Donnell back then?
0: It might have been a Boomer Osiasen era too.
1: I, I feel like it was Neil O'Donnell on blitz, or maybe no, maybe it was Glenn Foley. Remember those back? years are hard, man. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: well,
1: I'm excited for the Jets this year. Do you think they're gonna be any good? It's a tough conference, man. I, they got to get out of the division. They got to play. I think the
0: Dolphins are loaded. If Tua stays healthy, that's a good team. They got Tariq Hill. It's a, it's a big if there. The if is doing a lot of heavy lifting there.
1: They just signed Wilson Jr. He comes back week six. Hurt all the time. Yeah. But they got Mostar too. Hurt all um, the time. Then they got Jalen Waddell. That's what I'm saying. If, if the Dolphins roll on all cylinders and there's no injuries, that could be a really good team. Obviously, the Bills have Josh Allen, so they're always going to be good. And then, I mean, Belichick is Belichick. That team's yeah. going to be so bad, though. He plays good. Whenever he plays the Jets, it's always... Just tough.
0: It's always a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, going back to the Dolphins real quick, like, yes, they have a ton of potential, but they also have a guy who's got the concussion counter on the scoreboard at this point. It is alarming that Tua is still playing. Yeah, because he took some big hits at Alabama, too, and he's not a big dude. No, he's not. I
1: think his, his body type isn't conducive to get hit like that, either.
0: Yeah, and so... He had the two pretty bad ones last year and he had one the year before. I don't know, man. I they don't have a ton of options there at quarterback. Like Skylar Thompson I think is the backup, but yeesh. Um I don't know. I I think this is if there is a time to be the Jets and be competitive, this is the year.
1: Yeah, but if they if they win the division they still got to go through Mahomes and the Bengals. Although Mahomes without Kelsey other night looked pretty human.
0: They they did not look good.
1: No. Um, and I think that's the thing. Is everyone's like, oh, Mahomes is the next Brady. But being Brady, that's not normal. Like, that is... Like, Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl. Drew Brees had one Super Bowl. Um, most people don't have multiple Super Bowls and decades of dominance
0: like Brady had. I mean, he had, like, what, a 20-year stretch of... Like, teams were really competitive. Going to AFC championships, going to Super Bowls, winning Super Bowls. And now he's done it with two different teams. Granted, like... I think the difference between him and Mahomes is that... A lot of the times... Brady had way worse wide receivers. They had nobodies on those teams for a long time. It wasn't until, like... You get to that era where it's like Randy Moss and uh, Wes Welker. Yeah. That there's actually like competent receivers there, but I mean like, they went to a they went to a Super Bowl with like, Kimbrell Tompkins and Austin Colley. and like all of these dudes are working at a Red Lobster somewhere right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The the Patriots. There's yeah. I mean the only constant on those teams was Brady. Yeah. Like.
0: And running they, backs would change every year. Right? They always
1: had, yeah, they had, like, uh, Kevin Folk, and then they had Dion Lewis, and then they had, uh, who was the most recent guy, James, James White?
0: James White was yeah. there, Damian Run, Harris.
1: Yeah, it was always, like, the same type of third down running back. Yeah. And then they always had, like, a decent tight end with, uh, Ben, whatever his name was, before Gronk. Was it Ben? Was it Ben mm. Coates? No, it was. But they just always played, like, smart football with limited their turnovers, and then, but yeah, Mahomes, to say he's
0: going to have like seven Super Bowls, like Brady is crazy. I also think too, like at a certain point, Mahomes does take a lot of chances, but he also lands a lot of those, but he's also had like really good guys be able to catch the ball. Like what happens when you take those same chances that he could get away with and now you're throwing to guys like Young Joka, Kadarius Tony, or Sky Moore, or other guys that are just... They're not nearly as good as Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, or even Juju Smith Schuster. Like at some point, like the luck runs out.
1: Yeah, well, that's I mean that's why if you draft a quarterback and and get him on that rookie deal like mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles right now, they gotta win the Super Bowl because
0: you can't like eventually Jalen Hurts gonna need a big contract. I don't know if he already signed it. I don't think he has. Yeah, um, but I mean Joe Burrow just got paid. Um, he got two seventy five. Yeah. And now he is the highest-paid quarterback in the league. And I would n- have no doubt that they're going to rework Patrick Mahomes' contracts to give him more money now to make him the highest-paid.
1: Do you think it's worth it to sign quarterbacks to huge deals? Like if you're not like the Chargers with uh, Herbert. Herbert. They're, I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl. I
0: don't think they are either. But um, when you find your guy in the NFL, you have to... You have to hang on to them yeah. because we've seen what happens to teams that find their guy that guy leaves and then they spend like 10 years searching again um so even if even if you don't win a super bowl with your guy having that person locked in i think is probably the smartest play and ultimately like Mahomes was the highest paid quarterback Three years ago, now there are four people ahead of him. Yeah. Like money is nominal in the NFL. Like nobody has a guarantee. No one has a guaranteed contract unless you like make it all like signing bonus money. But outside, like contracts can be reworked. Money can be moved around. Guys can be cut to make more money for you. I always found the NFL salary
1: cap to be like the craziest thing.
0: There's people that
1: like. Yeah, they're, they're are there's, able to, there's so many loopholes. It's yeah. like a Trump tax return. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs>
0: you know, it has to be this temperature yeah. at this time of day with this humidity point for you to be able to make your three million yeah, dollars. Yeah,
1: it's like we cut this guy on March 1st, we save $10 million, but if we cut him on March 2nd, we lose 10 million. I'm like, wait, how is that even? Well, there's
0: other times, too, where there are guys that are going to be like a healthy scratch. For a game at the end of the year, because they have, if they make like a hundred tackles or they get like seventy catches in the season, they get like an extra three grand. And the, the team's like, no, 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 we're not gonna do that. Like, we're gonna we're gonna sit you down because we want you healthy next year. Well, you'd have to
1: cut if if I was like a receiver had sixty nine catches and I needed one more to make three million, and they didn't play me in the last game, you gotta trade me or cut me. I would be guys. out of yeah. mind.
0: <laughs> freaking mind. Yeah,
1: I mean that's that's. Don't mind him. Yeah, welcome to the pod, buddy. <laughs> so, my podcast is more like mental health, but there's like funny, funny stuff people talk about too. Because like obviously leading directly into mental health can be hard. Sure. Yours is more everyday what's going on, right? Like.
0: Yeah, I mean we we vacillate between like college sports, professional sports, fantasy football. Then we talk about like politics, but we also get into like other things too, like movies to watch or even just like I remember one segment we had that was like for 35 minutes it was like what was your favorite like fast food place when you were a kid what so your, you go this is your show
1: well this is our show this is a joint episode oh huh? this is a joint episode um my favorite fast food as a kid was probably Wendy's I like the chicken good and chicken choice in there. that is a
0: sturdy choice my friend
1: yeah how about you
0: checkers oh five guys are Uh, I don't like Five Guys for various reasons. What is the peanuts? No. No. Um, I used to work at a golf course, and I caddied for a guy that owned, like, I think like a a hundred franchises of Five Guys. Guys worth a shit ton of money. Yeah. Tips me in coupons. No! Yes.
1: Like, was it a free burger at least, or was it like a dollar off?
0: Was like, a dollar off. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, You guys <laughs> want coupons? And the closest five guys at the time was, like, in Lake Grove. I'm yeah, like, it was right no. by the mall over there. Yeah. Right? I'm man.
1: like, what?
0: Well, I mean, I guess he became rich by being frugal. I guess so. But, like, man, like, uh, imagine, like, it's a, it's a round at the end of the day. It's not good golf either. It's fast, but it's, like, painful to watch. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, here's, like, a coupon book. Nah, dude. Like, give me another 30 bucks and we'll call it even.
1: Yeah. When did you do that? Like, in between college?
0: So, I did, I was a caddy from my sophomore year in high school through college and then after. Okay. Do you remember, uh, this is a good
1: question based on, what's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Hmm.
0: Hmm. Gotta be Airheads. Which, which one's Aaron's? It's Is the one where they are? It's him, Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi, and they're in a rock group. What? And they take over. Brendan Fraser, like yeah, from this was like in the, the early yeah, this was like in the early nineties.
1: He died for, or, and then he came back to life. His Hollywood career, he did. He's like now he's in everything, but he was gone for the longest time.
0: Yeah, I mean he had. Um, I think there was something that happened where he was like. Um, I might be getting this wrong, so I apologize, but I think I remember reading somewhere that he was like sexually molested by a producer. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I and, was, was to say and that. And he was gonna out the guy and he buried. Yeah, they career, blacklisted him after that. Which is insane to me. Is it? No, not at all. But like, unfortunate for a guy like him because he had this like meteoric rise. Like he was in everything. Like late '90s, early 2000s. Oh yeah, you couldn't you, couldn't you couldn't open your eyes and not see Brandon Fraser. I wish they made a movie like The Mummy. Because it was, like, funny, and there was action in it, and it was, like, light, but it was also, like, a good film. We don't make movies like that anymore, because they're all just, like, comic book movies. Well, so two things
1: with Hollywood. One is, if they, like, if, if you're a guy like Brendan Fraser and you want to come out and speak on something, and then you're blacklisted, imagine what it's like for somebody who wasn't Brendan Fraser ever.
0: Oh, sure. You somebody who's, like, a bit character in a That's show. That's what I'm saying.
1: Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the the amount of cover-ups in that place is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And then second thing is they can't come up with the original idea anymore. It's just they don't know how to do it.
0: Yeah. I, I think a lot of it is just like in very much the same way a lot of the things that we have now is kind of like user tested or there's a lot of focus groups to figure out like what works best for everybody, but we get a lot of just like very generic, very vanilla films that no one likes, like That's kind of one of the interesting things. I don't know if you've seen Oppenheimer or Barbie. I haven't seen either of them yet, but I know what they are. So, like, both of those films went very much against the grain of, like, most of the movies that have come out in the last, like, two years. And Barbie, I think, is the highest grossing film that Warner Brothers has ever done. Really? Yeah. And um, Oppenheimer is not far behind that. But, like... If you were to look for like four years ago, and you said like I want to create a movie about J. Robert Oppenheimer creating the atomic bomb, and a movie about a like Mattel doll, yeah. you'd have been laughed out of the room. Like no, 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 just go find us like another origin story of like Iron Man.
1: <laughs> well, I would, I would think that Barbie, just based off the nostalgia of like our generation. I mean, Barbie's around forever. Like people yeah. would see that. Like, I, um, but Oppenheimer you got to wonder how much of that is
0: because Nolan's involved. It has probably a lot to do with that too, but also like the story is really fascinating in the sense that Robert Oppenheimer was a guy who was a German Jew, um, non-practicing Jew, um, but he helped build the atomic bomb then was suspected of being a communist, lost all of his security clearance, and went from this guy who was on this meteoric rise to basically being, like, blacklisted by the federal government, and then they were like, our bad. He was accused of being a communist, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he wasn't, though. mm He had, like, in very much the same way that a lot of people at the time did, like, They were supporters of like socialist movements. They gave money to the... um, They gave money to the socialists that were fighting in Spain during the Spanish Civil War. The alternative was you give it to the Nazis, which nobody wants that. Um, But at that time, there was just like a lot of discourse about like how society should build for the future. And during the 1950s, it turned into, like, if you're a socialist, you're a communist. If you're a communist, you're plotting against America. If you're plotting against America, you gave the Russians the plans for the bomb.
1: Yeah, Um, which is kind of like today's political
0: landscape. Sure. (laughs) You're a communist. You're a socialist. I feel like we are very much back into the 1950s, Joseph McCarthy era, where it's very much, like, segmented parts of the population are just, like, vehemently against one.
1: Do you think America was always divided politically, but just social media has amplified it?
0: Yes. Yes, we've always been divided as a country. It's just... We now have a platform where it forces us to fight each other.
1: Yeah, because I always, I like... It seems like there's just two sides to it. like. I and mean, there's If you take any topic, based on whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, you, your answer is already known.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's no, like, independent thinking. I mean, there's...
0: I think that's the problem though is the algorithms on all the social media platforms are intentionally designed to push us together to create conflict because conflict also brings like engagement and engagement you know, like keeps people on the platform longer and the more like the way the social media companies operate is it goes off of how long you sit on X, formerly known as Twitter. Or how long you sit on Facebook or Instagram or tiktok they measure the amount of time that you're on there yeah. and The way that they put keep you on there is put something in front of you that you disagree with and Then you go in the comments and fight about it with other people. Are you a big comment fighter? I try not to be but some people just out here being
1: stupid. <laughs> I Just I love reading controversial comment. Like, sometimes I'll see, like, someone pop up on my YouTube or whatever, and I'll be like, oh, this is gonna be great to read the comments. Yeah. That. yeah.
0: But there's also, too, like, I, and I'm sure you've had this before, like, you're talking about something that's totally different. Like, something that's, like, talking about, like, why ice cream is fun. Yeah. And then someone comes in here and says something that's completely out of nowhere and, like, hijacks the entire conversation. It's like, yeah. You're just out here to start shit, aren't you?
1: Yeah, that's, like... Entertaining though
0: it is a little <laughs> bit, yeah. I just don't want to be the one involved in it. Yeah, no, I I try to.
1: I would never post about politics on social media, like, and you're not going to change anyone's opinion mm. based off your post either. But there is some interesting stuff. Like, I'll I'll see something and I'll be like, "Is it true?" And I gotta like look it up, and I'm like, "It is true. Wow."
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird place, man, and. I feel like everyone says this, but thank God that we didn't have social media when we were kids. Oh, God. Could you imagine having Snapchat? It would be bad. Horrible. It'd be bad. I mean, even for, like, developing minds, too. You look at the the rates of students, of young people who have reported, like, self-harm and attempted suicide and things like that. That number spikes after 2009, and Instagram, like, blew up after 2009.
1: Is is there like the co- Is the cause that people Project this perfect life On social media So if you're in like A depressed state And you see that constantly It makes you feel worse About yourself Yeah Because you never see Somebody posting like Their just got out of bed Like looking terrible face No It's always And if you're like Already in an altered mindset Where you think everyone's Like doing better than you And you just see that all the time It probably reinforce that thought
0: Yeah I I, I agree with you In that that's the problem with social media is that everybody wants to portray this perfection, but in reality, we're all very, very, I don't want to say broken, but we're all very, like, we stumble, we have our hard times, and I i find it really interesting, too, that when people try to be vulnerable on the internet and try to be honest about themselves, they're kind of kicked around and vilified for it. Yeah. And it's just like, well, what do you want? Do you want perfection or do you want honesty? And the, we know for a fact the perfection component is fraudulent. Like there's a lot of like manicuring in the background to make this thing happen. Mm-hmm. But then when someone's honest, they like, you just say that, you know, you just need to try harder or you're lazy or like, not everyone operates like happy all the time. It's okay to be like frustrated or sad. Those are normal emotions. Well, yeah. And then the other thing is, like, whenever somebody like hurts, harms himself, right? Sometimes that can be
1: permanent. People are like, "Oh, I never saw it coming." Like, he didn't, he Treated. didn't, he or she didn't see any of the signs. But like, maybe you're just afraid to talk about it because you want to be judged, you know? Yeah.
0: And then that's not like, because then you're just by yourself, and then you know those thoughts are terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's refreshing when people talk about and one of the thing that's the that things that's refreshing about your show is you talk about struggle and it doesn't feel it's also interesting too that people will now like manicure the struggle yeah to make it sound either harder than it was or they try to polish it up so it's more digestible but the folks that you have on here and your story too is is good because it's good for people to hear because it is it is unpracticed. It is honest vulnerability. It is a new conversation every time, or a new perspective, versus something that you know you've massaged to be a consistent, like you know, thirty-second elevator pitch. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Well, I never, I never really know what an episode's going to turn into because I don't, I don't rehearse anything beforehand. Yeah. I just go in blind, like anything yeah. in life, you know, whatever happens, happens, and I think. I've gotten some feedback. From people like, oh, you know, I don't like the small talk. I'm, I'm sure we were talking about uh, Utah and Baylor, right? Like, but stuff like this is hard to just get into. It's like when you go on a first date, you're not going to be like, so how many kids do you want? What yeah. house are we buy? You know, you got to like ease your way into this stuff. And some people, like they've never been on a pot and like their stories are so powerful, but like they need to get into it. So if talking about something like the how Barbie performed in the box
0: office makes it more comfortable than, like, why not? Yeah. You know? And also, too, like, you don't want to, you don't want to, like, go into, like, a doom cycle for the entire show, too. Like, there are hard topics out there, too, but we can also have fun and joke around and bullshit a little bit. I can swear on this right now. Oh, on.
1: yeah, you can do whatever you want, yeah.
0: Um, but I I think, if you're, we, I appreciate the shows that are able to be light and then be heavy and then be light and be heavy because you want something that you're going to be able to enjoy, like, you don't want to listen to two and a half hours of sadness because you're going to walk away like, shit, I just want to go back to bed. Yeah, I, that's... You hit the nail on the head, man.
1: That's exactly what it is. It's like the four-lead podcast. Like, obviously, it sucks. My mom's dead. My brother's dead. But, like... And other people get on. They talk about, you know, whoever they lost or or whatever they lost. But, like, at the end, it's like we're still living life and we're growing yeah. from it. And, you know, it's obviously going to be sad, but you're also going to have good moments, too. So, like, you can't just dwell on the sad ones. You get it.
0: And not all of the memories that you have with your mother and your brother are sad. No, like, certainly I, not. And, like, the emotions that you have are real and painful, but you also have really positive and happy and loving emotions and memories in there as well. So, to only focus on, like, the worst days of your life, it doesn't do justice to the rest of the life that you had with them. And the rest of the life that you're going to lead, too. Yeah, I mean... Like when I did the
1: episode with Max, he had some funny stories about about Lee. Yeah. Right? Like because Lee was a funny guy. I mean, you knew Lee. Yeah. Um. We, I think we talked about it. we did go to high school together and stuff. So yeah. like we, I've known you for a while, I and mean, you lived in the neighborhood behind me. And I was actually telling my dad, I was like, yeah, I'm going to see Max, and I'm going to see Tom. And he was like, hey, guy, he lived right behind us. I was like, yeah. He's like, I'll oh, tell him I said hello. Um. Uh, and that's the cool part too is like I get a message from people from New York that I haven't talked to in forever, and they're like, oh, I haven't heard from that guy. Tell him I said hello. Or yeah. You know. It's kind of a cool concept, and in that way, it's like Lee's still out there, like, you know, maybe Floating not, in the ether. Yeah, where, whether you're religious or not, he's somewhere influencing life still, and that's cool to
0: be. Yeah, I mean, I've... Some people know this, but my brother had passed away, too, and one of the things that, like, my parents and I will talk about is, my brother, Mike, loved to play guitar. Terrible fucking singer. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So bad. And he thought he was good. And tried to be as nice as possible to him about like, hey man, maybe you should like stick to just like not singing and just playing the guitar. But he didn't want to hear any of that. But that's the stuff that me and my parents talk about too. We don't talk, we don't dwell on the sad stuff. We talk about the funny, goofy shit between all of us, like driving 12-hour car rides, dumb stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, you have to talk about stuff. And you only have mic, right? Yeah, so like you guys are probably very close. Yeah, similar like Lee and I. So like I'm sure your entire life, at least your youth, is stories with your brother.
0: Yeah, um, I remember this one time too. My parents were so mad at us, but we were we found a can of WD forty. This is when we lived on Long Island. Um, found a can of WD forty. Had a bunch of like army men, and we also had a microscope. Um, so it started with us just like melting shit in our driveway. And then we said like, well, we're going to use this can of WD-40 and like, like really melt these and use a lighter and stuff. I'm like, you know what we should do? We should go to the woods and do this. So no <laughs> matter what Um, and it was Mike, myself, and two other people who will not be named, yeah. um, for their, um, for their innocence. And we were just like burning shit in the woods, in the pine barrens, in the middle of the fucking drought. <laughs> um, um, and this guy stopped, and he was like, "What are you doing?" And it's like, "You can't be doing this in here." He's like, "Where are your parents?" I'm like, oh, they're "Over there, like over in that neighborhood." So this guy like brought us to each of our homes, told our parents, and like, that was like the most angry my parents have ever been with us. Really. Because it was back in the Pine Barrens, you know, like yeah, where, that, yeah, I know, where yeah. those two sod farms were. We were in that back corner. Those sod farms were awesome. They were sick. They yeah. were so cool. We used to play wiffle uh, ball on them all the time. We play wiffle ball. We shoot like rockets off there. We could do that there because there's nothing to burn, but shooting off like uh, model rockets and just doing goofy stuff.
1: Do you do anything like um, anything from Mike or anything like that? Do you have-
0: um, so, my parents will go to Long Island periodically and go to the cemetery where he's buried. For me, something I always like to do is, like, on his birthday and the day that he passed away, is, like, spend the day really just thinking about him and the good times that we have. I don't do anything, like, fancy or anything like that. There was a while where I would go to, like, a bar and order a beer for myself and then for him and just set it out. Yeah. But... I think for me, like, a lot of it's just, like, internal reflection, and over the past couple years, it seems like there's been something that has been going on the day, like his birthday or the day that he passed, that has been able to distract me. I was at a wedding, um, on April 28th, that was his birthday, and my, my friend, who I was, I was a groomsman in his wedding, he's like, I know this day's hard for you, I'm like, yeah, but it's also a good day, too. Yeah. Um, and then, um... On ten twelve when Mike passed away, or October fourteenth um I'm going to the hopefully going to the South Carolina University of Florida game in Columbia, so I take those days, but also try to find ways to like enjoy myself too because I could also just like kind of doom scroll throughout those as well. I don't yeah. know if you do anything similar or different um well so.
1: Uh, for Lee, Lee passed away on April 26th, mm-hmm. and his birthday is July 14th. So, for his birthday, um, I mostly just call my friends. Yeah. Um, and talk to them. Once who knew Lee, mostly, you know. Mm-hmm. Just And then they tell me funny stories about him, sometimes stuff I didn't even know. I'll call my dad, um, my brother, and my sister, just talk to them, see how they're doing. And,. I think his death day is a little more sad than the birthday, yeah, um I don't know, I, I guess that's just because birthdays are celebrations and and death is final, but
0: yeah,
1: um definitely try not to like be too sad about him, mm-hmm. try more to enjoy his life because I always say like I wouldn't miss him so much if he wasn't so cool when he was around, yeah, and try to pay tribute to that, you know,
0: yeah, and everyone will say this, but I think for me, the first five years were the hardest, mm-hmm. and it's not a pain that goes away, it's just one that you're able to like, you know what to expect, and also you know how to cope with it a little bit better, because you've been through it a couple of cycles. There are still times where it just like, it hits me like, Mike's gone, and I'm really sad, or I kind of like thrown off balance, but I also try to, like, push the good memories forward in my mind to remember, like, there was more to his life than him not being here.
1: Mm-hmm. How, how long has it been? A, it's been like a Almost,
0: week? it's been a
1: little more than 10 years. Yeah, I was going to say, because I remember my mom was going to tell me your brother passed away. And it was like, it was like shortly after high school.
0: Uh, it was 2012, so um, I did five years of college, and it was the year after that.
1: Yeah, okay. So I guess it was right after I graduated from college, too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And that that is like going back to what we were talking about earlier. it's like, it's h- probably not easy to
0: talk about. Is it easy for you to talk about that? Um, I mean, I think it it was initially, um, it was initially, and I think for me, I'm. Mm. I don't like to talk about myself as it is. And then to have to talk about something that's sad is kind of tricky. I think there's probably a handful of people that I've been able to, I've been able to, like, share my thoughts and feelings with my wife being one of them and my close friends being another one. But a lot of the times there was, in, in earlier in my life, like a lot of people I would meet for the first time and I'd be like, Please don't ask about yeah. family members because then I'd have to explain it to them. Yeah, and then like the tone shifts. Like, I remember when I went to grad school and I was sitting with a bunch of people who i had never met before, and this one person says, "Like, Tom, you don't even talk. Like, we don't know anything about you." I was like, <laughs> "All right, what do you want to know?" I am an open book. I am like, "Well, what did you do before this?" I was like, "I was a substitute teacher." It's like, "You have any family?" I like, "Yeah, I have my parents." And they're like, "Do you have any brothers or sisters?" I am like, no, "My one brother. My brother passed away like a year and a half ago." I am like, "Oh." sorry I'm like, that's why I don't bring this stuff up because it's fucking weird after that yeah, it's, uh, and I went for a long time of like dreading that conversation and now it's just like I'd rather just get yeah. out of the
1: way yeah I can relate to all of that I have I was uh, I was out with this, this girl the other night and like my screensaver is me and Lee from high school right sure. on, on my phone and she was like why do you have like a picture of you from like a while ago? And I was like, Oh well, that's my brother. And then she's like, Well, you know, there's no recent pictures. And even if there was a more recent picture, Lee didn't Lee was a good looking guy, but you know, obviously he had his, his problems with stuff, so he didn't look as good later on as he did back yeah. in the day. And he was he was a much better looking guy than I am. You know, so... Are I, you
0: fishing for compliments right now?
1: No, no, it's true. <laughs> so Sam, you look, you're a very
0: pretty person.
1: <laughs> but no, so I was like, like, well, you know, he passed away. and I, She's like, oh, and it definitely trains the tra- trajectory of the, the night.
0: Yeah, because people don't know how to respond to it. Yeah. Unless you're somebody that's actually lived that experience, it it really changes the dynamic of, like, a conversation. And, and nobody wants that. Yeah. like. Like nobody wants to, nobody wants to be the one to hijack a conversation with sadness.
1: Yeah. So. And the other awkward part is now I still haven't told her about my mom. So like. That's, We're waiting for
0: dessert then. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because she's probably like already like, oh, his brother passed away this time and the third. And now like she's like, well, you know, what, what about your other family? Like, oh, my brother, I have another brother in Charlotte. My sister's in New York. My dad's in New York. And then I just haven't really mentioned anything else. And it is like. Cause I don't want anyone to like feel bad for me, you know. I want you to like like me for me, you know, <laughs> like not because yeah. you feel sympathy or something.
0: I mean, like you also don't want to leave, like a first impression with trauma too. Yeah. I mean, it's yours to have, but at the same time, like again, people don't know how to deal with other people's issues or other people's losses, so it gets it gets really quiet. Yeah. Or awkward at that point, and you're just like, I didn't bring this up. Like, let's move on.
1: Yeah, but but it's just like, eventually that band-aid's gonna have to come up, and I, I have to discuss it. Um, at least you're established, you know, you've been married for a while, so you, you know, you don't have to have that like Yeah, so that was just I was just like, oh man, I don't know. Like, now she's gonna think I'm weird, or that I'm damaged goods or something. You know? Do you think there's a round two in there for you? There was a, there was a, a round oh, two. Oh, there you go. You know? yeah. Um... We'll see if there's around three, you know. <laughs> Is it looking hopeful? Like, are we, I, I are hope we, so. Are we buying the over on this one, or? I think so. I don't know. I mean, I've spent so much time like not dating and like getting the cliche, getting to know yourself, um, and I actually do think there's a lot of benefits to that. Yeah. Like, um, whether you're drinking too much or partying too much or like hanging out with whoever all the time, it's just distractions. Yeah. So like, when you uncover the root problem. Of yourself, and you like, I start identifying it, it. It's hard. It's definitely easier to just ignore it and go do crazy stuff. But um, I like, I like where I'm at. I think taking some time off and not dating anyone was good.
0: So, in your um, in your reintroducing yourself to yourself phase, mm-hmm. what is one thing you've learned about yourself that you didn't know four years ago? Um, don't assume things.
1: I know my mom used to always say like, "Assume is an ass between you and me," mm-hmm. and there's truth to that. Like, just because it's like something didn't work out the way you thought, or it doesn't mean that like there's some vast conspiracy against you. It's just sometimes the, the cookie doesn't crumble like the way you want. Yeah, I don't know what the, what the, the, that's for the cookie but, like it doesn't fall the way you expected it to, and that's not that's just part of life. You know, you you can't control what happens to you, but you can control the way you react to it.
0: Yeah. I think that's good life invi- advice in general because I am very much somebody who I am an overthinker by nature, yeah. and immediately, like, if something goes wrong, I immediately assume it's my fault, mm-hmm. and then you know you start that cycle, that, yeah. that spiraling effect. But I think as I've gotten older, it's been something that's been really nice for me to discover about myself as well, like shit happens, dude. Like, not everything <laughs> is your fault. It's not about you. And I think that's one of the things I've liked about getting older because we're, what, 16 years from graduating from high school at this point? Maybe more? 30, 35, yeah, so 17 years? Yeah, 17. so the, I've, I've enjoyed this trajectory of my life where not being as worried about things like what other people think of me has kind of drifted away and now it's just like don't worry dude it's going to yeah. be fine oh no, yeah you're doing great um,
1: everything I mean your house is beautiful and people can't see it but I just, it's a beautiful house so <laughs> good for
0: you man hey at least you showed up in the right driveway most of the time they're in the, across the street
1: I was just glad I got the right house because I didn't want to be like I looked at the number and I was like this is what he gave me This is I'm like 100% certain I'm in the right spot should
0: have provided you with like some descriptors like yeah that. yeah
1: I do, of course. So, how did you mount your TV on the wall? I wanted to do that. Is it difficult?
0: So, um, I've mounted televisions in the past, but I wanted to do this one a little bit differently where there are no wires exposed. So, hired an electrician to build in, essentially, like, run a new wire from the wall outlet and lets us plug in. Basically, move that outlet that you see there and put another one, like right behind the television Okay. You just plug it in and I just told him like, hey, mount this as well while you're here.
1: Yeah, because
0: th- my big fear is I'm going to mount it and then it falls off the wall. As long as you're mounting it into, like, as long as you're putting it into, like, the studs or you, there's something strong behind the drywall that's going to be able to hold it in place, you should be fine. But again, like, Televisions are lighter now than they were 10, 12 years ago. Like unless you're hanging on that thing, yeah, it's gonna stay.
1: Oh, it looks amazing. Is
0: it like come? Does it adjustable? Yeah. yeah, I can pull it out. I can turn it to the left. I can turn it to the right.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's incredible.
0: Yeah. Now we made it. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that is like perfect. Oh, I didn't know
1: West Virginia's playing. What is that? Duke? Du- Duquesne. Kane?
0: Kane. Yeah, longtime rival.
1: <laughs> Where is that even at? It's in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, so it is. So, Have you been to Pittsburgh? Yeah. Beautiful, I, beautiful city. Where I went to
0: grad school is like an hour east of Pittsburgh.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, Pittsburgh is like probably my favorite city that is in New York. It
0: is the best. I went to grad school in 2013, which was the first time the Pirates were good in like 25 years. Yeah. going to a Saturday Pittsburgh Pirates baseball game when they haven't been good in forever, and they finally are, was the coolest baseball experience I ever had. That place was rocking. Well, like, the way they had the stadium set up was amazing too. Yeah. Heinz
1: right? H- Field's right over there, and it's right in the city pretty
0: much. And you can also oversee all of the bridges that lead to the other side of the city too, which is really, really cool. Have you ever taken the gondola yeah, and that, that's not, and then taking the picture
1: with the city mm-hmm. behind. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: I did it. Um, I did it with my parents, but it was also during a snowstorm, so we didn't get the full effect. But it was okay. cool to do that. So how long were you in grad school for? Two years. And you were like forty-five minutes from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Okay, Thanks. we were over um, in the more rural part of that area. I mean, Where would you do your undergrad at? SUNY Oswego. Okay, I think I've. Did you? You knew
1: my friend Ken do that.
0: yep yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, we weren't close, but I knew who he was, and I, I think he knew who I was, too. We're yeah, no, I'm, fo- I'll,
1: I'm excited to send this to him, um, because I talk to him all the time, and I thought I thought he did go to because I remember us talking about that, if you knew Kendu or not. But I, I gotta get him on the pod.
0: Yeah, because he um, he joined another fraternity, and I, I had heard, I think I had met him at a party or something, and I asked where, he's like, I'm from Long Island. I was like, oh really, where'd you go to high school? And he said, mercy, and I'm like, yeah. I know that school <laughs> yeah I know good. somebody he, who goes there too
1: yeah he's like one of my best friends friends forever but he's in Detroit now
0: yeah so I think I, was, I think I got the LinkedIn update for that
1: oh yeah your friends on LinkedIn I think so yeah he's been I think he just bought a house out there actually
0: oh congrats but
1: yeah so I've, that's one of you you're lucky in that you've you've got two good dudes and you guys can just do a pod whenever I like. I gotta, I, I can do the virtual ones, but I prefer to sit down like we're doing now. Yeah,
0: because there's only so many people in Jacksonville you can interview. Yeah,
1: or if I, I so I went to D.C. and did a whole bunch in New York, and I try to like uh, make the most of my time when I travel. But um, I think for for like the topics of the show too, it's
0: important to have face to face. You know, I would agree, um, particularly too, because topics can get a little bit heavier. You could have a conversation about fantasy football virtually yeah there's not nearly as much skin in the game as there would be for like a vulnerable or hard conversation so that's why our show we're able to get away with it being um virtual but um, had our had our um show down here last year and had another friend of mine who lives in the area he has a fantasy football show and we talked about all things for like three and a half hours in our dining rooms. Still, our longest episode we've ever had.
1: How long was it? It's
0: like two hours and or three in hours and change. Really? Do you do you, when you do it like that? Do you edit it all or no? Not that one. Really? No. Was there anything said that was you wished would have been edited? Mm, no, because I mean we were talking about like we are talking about the NFL draft, fantasy football. We we're we really kind of just went all over the place, but I think we're composed enough where we're not going to say stupid shit. Yeah. And most of the time, too, the stuff that we, I think we've we've talked quite enough about that we're able to, like, properly articulate the things that we're saying. I can't think of a time where I said something that I was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. So. That's not me being self confident. That's just me also being guarded with my words too. Well, yeah, you're a pretty well spoken guy, most of the time. It's like you it's not had, like, when I drive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had that tweet where you had read like what was it, thirty books last year?
0: Uh, thirty two. That's insane, man. How how many pages are you read a day? I try to read at least thirty pages a day, and I do it in the morning. So, um. I work virtually, so when I go to my when I sit down at my desk at like eight fifteen, I spend thirty minutes or so just reading whatever I want. Mostly, uh, most of the time it's a book, mm-hmm. um, and then I, I get it out of the way because by the end of the day I don't want to read. I just want to do something where my brain doesn't work.
1: Yeah, that's fair. So it kind of like it stretches your brain reading
0: in, in the morning. It warms me up um, because I'm also like riding a high of like working out in the morning and I'm just sitting there all like jittery and shit. So
1: that's a good segue. So like a guy like you, it's
0: got us life
1: together too. Like what's your, what's your schedule look like? Your day to day? I can tell you down to the minute. All right, let's, let's, um, uh, let's go.
0: So alarm goes off at five, try to be out of bed by like five twenty. go down, put my contact lenses in, change, um, have a glass of water, have a little pre-workout. Um, <laughs> Go downstairs, feed the cats. In the car by like five forty-five. In the gym by five fifty-five. Try to get out, do an hour and ten workout. So anywhere between seven twenty and seven twenty-five is when I'm done. Come home, make the same breakfast I've had for the last like year and a half. Um, in the shower by eight ten. At my desk by like eight twenty. So what's um what pre work are you taking? Oh, I've no. It's just on Amazon. I can't remember the name. It's something with a lot of amino acids in there, so I'm not, like, crashing by the end of the day.
1: Yeah. I've taken C4. C4 is fantastic. Yeah.
0: C4 is the time of your life. Yeah.
1: It's C4. They they have different... They have, like, Rip Now and Ultra, but I've just been taking original C4.
0: I remember the first time I had it, and I was like, why is my forehead tingling? <laughs> oh. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we were talking about that before the show, like, all the supplements that got banned, but... Jack 3D
0: Totally yammed
1: Oh my god You have Jack 3D You're getting arrested Yeah
0: There was one that I had And I don't know If you're gonna get sued For this Because we're just Talking shit about Products But was It was like um, unri- um is like lit In the raw Oh or, lit yeah. yeah That didn't feel Like I didn't get all Like Psyched up The way that you get With C4 But I was like Zooted For the whole day Like it's I could hear People on other floors That had the little Beads in it right uh, no, it was just a straight-up powder. What you might it? have gotten one that got wet. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: yeah, that was, that's from GNC, though, right?
0: Uh, I think so. I got it off of Amazon, though. Okay. But you can buy it at GNC, but that one, I was, like, buzzing the whole day. Yeah, I usually get all my supplements off Amazon, but... Thank you, Jeff Bezos, for <laughs> everything you do. He's the best, honestly. He can do whatever he wants in life,
1: because it made you trying life to get some... sponsored by him,
0: right? Oh, that'd be amazing. Amazon is so convenient, Everything I need just gets to me within less than a day. Is there like a competing company with Amazon? Not be, anymore. <laughs> right? Like, because, I mean,
1: everything is Amazon. The right?
0: closest competition you probably have is like a big box store that's willing to deliver their stuff to your house. Yeah, because if I need like
1: dishwasher stuff, Amazon, it's there the next day. Yeah. Like, because, you know, you're just walking around. And it used
0: to be like you had to make a list to go to the store. Yep. Now it's like, bought it. How do you feel about grocery shopping? Where does that land on your list of things you're willing to do or enjoy doing?
1: I grocery shop pretty often.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, but I don't get too many things. So like, I either like my diet. I try to do like a keto diet, so I cut carbs pretty low. Mm -hmm. So like, I always buy meat, cheese, and eggs. Okay. Milk. That's pretty much it. And if I I drink Sprite Zero, so but I got to do that because meat goes bad after a while. So I got I usually go like once a week, twice a week. Okay. That same exact thing, but.
0: Yeah, Grocery shopping is the bane of my existence.
1: Do you have a big cart with a lot of stuff?
0: No, it's just, I don't mind the shopping piece. Like, the going around and buying stuff doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It's all the other people that are there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're, you're not a big people person? I'm a, I'm a fine people person, but it's like, it's like the grocery store and the airport. Like, as soon as people walk through the threshold of those locations, like, they get so lost. Oh well, airports are awful. Airports are bad, but like grocery stores, like people will just leave their shit everywhere. Like the person leaves their cart in the middle of the aisle and then goes to the other aisle to get something. Like I'm in there, I'm in and out in like 25 minutes. Like I don't want to spend more time than I need to in the grocery store and exactly what I want, where it is. I I I have the app on my phone. If I need to know where like a can of tuna fish is, I know it's in aisle seven, row ten. But it's just like, people go in there and they want to have the time of their life. And I'm like, I just want to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I don't know if I
1: want to spend a lot of time
0: in the grocery store. I, but I, sh- I should note that I worked, I when I was unemployed for a while, I used and I was somebody that would grocery shop for people and deliver them to their houses. So oh, that God. probably like really soured my experience, like going to a grocery, because I enjoy like going to like the like the produce section and like finding stuff that's in fresh, but you got that person that has to touch everything and yeah. then like leaves it a mess and then like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Have you
1: seen Cart uh, Narcs on YouTube? No. It's like this guy, see, you know like when people are done with their, their carts and they don't put them back? Oh, they're the worst people. So he like walks around with magnets and he he throws them on the hood of the car and it, it's cra- like he, he films the whole thing and people go nuts. Like, if somebody pulled a gun on him, was <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah.
0: It's not that but hard he, he either. he calls him,
1: like, a lazy bones, he doesn't, like, curse or anything. It's a, I can see how it gets people very frustrated, because he's like, you're being a real lazy bones.
0: Man, if someone <laughs> called me a lazy bones in this day and age, like... Yeah. That might be more offensive than, like, using, like, a, a swear word at me. I think... You're calling me lazy bones? My,
1: my favorite insult to use is clown.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. That's always a keeper. Yeah,
1: clown is... Top five insults, like, cause it's not a curse word, but it's, it's very like, it gets to the point. Yeah, like, you know what? I don't have time for you, you clown.
0: <laughs> you got him right there.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much a end all of it. So, going back to the second Map podcast, real quick how how long are your guys' episodes?
0: It varies. I mean, it can go um, as long as an hour. Um, we obviously had like a two and a half. Three hour one, yeah. um, but I mean, in the beginning, they were longer. But I think we've been able to pare it down. I think we try to stay around like an hour and a half to now forty five minutes. There's like, some that we go like two hours Because I know
1: you, you're always it drops on Friday or Saturday. Fridays mostly. But you put the tweet out saying because I, I see like so you have like a big build up for that.
0: Try to yeah. Um, we we typically will, will Tuesday or Wednesday, and then drop it on a Friday, just, and drop it at, like, 5 a.m., so if you're, uh, driving your car to work, you get a chance to listen to it. What's, what's the end state for your Is it just, like, a
1: hobby, or?
0: It's a couple of things, really, like, it's a hobby for us right now to have, like, it's a hobby where we can meet each other and talk to each other and talk shit to each other. Yeah. Um, but also, too, like, it's nice to have some other opinions out there than, like, the big the big podcasts.
1: Yeah, because I feel like your guys is more like you can say whatever you want because whenever. Yeah, but First. if anybody
0: wants to sponsor us, like, we would be happy to be shills for, like, your <laughs> meal, your ready-to-eat meal prep program. So, do you, do
1: you, have you looked into sponsorship at all or anything like that?
0: Not as much as I should have.
1: Yeah. I get, like, offers all the time, but I just don't leave it.
0: Yeah, but also too, like, you don't know if any of those are real and I think there's I think there's a lot of people that are trying to scam off of like like very niche podcasts. Like as soon as I put that like Instagram post out there, there's somebody from some obscure company that's like, Amplify it on this, like I know you're like you're all frauds, like yeah. I've never heard of you before. <laughs>
1: Well, I told you, you're the one who told it because I sent you this the screenshot of that one I got that was like, hey, um, somebody's trying to purchase the 4 podcast name. Um, if you give us money, like we can make sure that this yeah, doesn't Yeah, it's a I was, scam. Like, I was like, Tom, what do you think about this? And you were that's like, a lie. That's man. a spam, you clown. <laughs> I, I called like, for I was, lazy bones. <laughs> it was very different. I was like, oh, man, so I shouldn't give him this check for $500 to keep the 4 podcast going? I said, Sam, you big lollygagger. That's clearly <laughs> not true yeah but I was like I was like, you know what that's messed up like the people out there targeting
0: I mean it's all predatory though like there are so many people that are using social media as a way to like con other people out of like either their intellectual property or their money and it's frustrating because there are folks that believe this and like oh this will be the way that we get this to build out and blow up but yeah. in reality it's just like Nah, they're just trying to get your cash.
1: Yeah, well, I've st- I don't have the exact numbers, but there's something like uh, m- like most podcasts that get started don't go past
0: ten episodes. Yeah, because it's I think people want to see like success early, but it took a long time for some of those big podcasts out there now to be successful. And if you don't see like a thousand people or even a hundred people after the first one, they just give up. Yeah. Also, people kind of just run out of things to talk about, too. Yeah, well, you'll yeah. never run out of anything to talk about. Yeah, right? as long as the world's still turning, like, we got we got shit to, to speak on. Yeah, my, mine is more the people who come on the show make it make it great. Yeah, I mean, I think you just need to find humans to talk to.
1: Yeah, which. There's uh, plenty of them. There is. There is. I was thinking about just, like, randomly just walking around. Maybe I'll go to a grocery store and really fire you up, but, like, just be like, yeah, you want to be on a podcast? You know,
0: <laughs> you what. Know, really fire me up, really get me all, like, my blood boiling is if you had a cart and you just, like, parked it right in the middle of, a, like, an aisle <laughs> and then left it. That is, yeah,
1: people, people aren't very, uh, considerate sometimes. Are you saying I'm not considerate? No, not you. I'm saying <laughs> the guy who put the cart in front of you and walked away.
0: Yeah. I was, people are weird.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the things is ours caps. I'm pretty sure you probably know this. Caps at 59 minutes. We're almost there. So I would like to turn it over to you if you got anything. Um,
0: um, Sam, I want to thank you for letting me be on your show. It's been great to see you too. This is the first time I've seen you outside, like as a human. Yeah. Since probably high school. Yeah. Um, folks, keep listening to the show. It's great. Sam is a great person to listen to. Um, If you don't want to listen to him anymore, come on over to the Second Mouse Podcast. (laughs) We talk a lot of shit. Um, So if you're looking for just a different vibe, come over to our side. But this is a good show to continue to listen to. If you have topics, direct message him on Instagram some of the things that you want to hear him talk about. Because one of the things that's most beneficial is you contributing. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah,
1: I want to say thanks for letting me come to your house and do a podcast. And I was thinking maybe we could get food after this because my stomach's been growling the whole time. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> but uh, no, man, it's great to see you. Um, it's what, like I kind of hate social media, but social media bringing us back together—I guess it's it's a good thing. Um, and I really appreciate you helping me get you know keep Lee and my mom's name going through your instrumental advice with podcasts and stuff. And yeah, even if you love this show and you you never want to listen to anything else like give the second mouse podcast uh, a listen it's a great show um a lot of funny stuff i mean if you don't follow the news they'll tell you what you need to know so um appreciate you being on time and thank you
0: yeah man absolutely